Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir, I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis. Uh, we are your crew today as we navigate the latest aviation news and information here on Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle, learning to fly. And by the way, uh, quit emailing me. I know the podcast isn't uh, quite functioning properly right now. We're working on it, but uh, the latest episodes are right there at JustPlaneRadio.com. So if you're having any issues with your podcast streaming software, iTunes, whatever, uh, we're working on it. Uh, it's just a temporary glitch we're having with some server stuff. But uh, you can get the latest episodes always and uh, most frequently updated right there at JustPlainRadio.com. That is always going to be the quickest way to hear the latest episode of the show. If you didn't catch the live broadcast uh, any uh, Saturday, 11 a.m. to noon across the U.S. on radio stations. Uh, so there you go. I got that out of the way. I've got a lot of stuff on the agenda. Uh, I just got back from the island well, I've got back from the nature island, Dennis, which is Dominica. Yes, one of my favorite places to dive in the world. So I got a full report on that from an aviation uh, standpoint because we were there covering some diving uh, for our scuba radio show. But there were some aviation issues that I had to deal with both both commercially and from GA that uh, you know I want to want to get into today on just plain radio. But first, the big news. Uh, they released the uh, trailer, the official trailer for Top Gun Maverick featuring Tom Cruise. And and I know you saw it. I saw it. It showed up immediately in my uh, Facebook timeline. How about you? Yeah, I uh, saw it just before I went to bed last night, so I was pretty excited. Yeah, couldn't sleep because of that? You having- couldn't, you know. How do I get the tickets now for next summer, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that that's a little bit disturbing. But no, uh, having grown up, you know, I graduated high school when the original Top Gun came out and right. that, that movie was very instrumental for many, many pilots. You know, everybody wanted to be Maverick. And yes. I was no exception. I, I didn't quite get there, but I was close. But at least I did become a pilot, and that certainly factored into some of my decisions for becoming one. Okay. Well, and I know Captain Ed... Um, he is a huge fan of Top Gun. He's been waiting for this thing for at least the last five years. So uh, he's going to join us potentially next week. And, you know, I wanted to give him a little time to decompress because I don't think he's probably slept for 24 hours since the trailer. He's probably was... had it on a loop. <laughs> yes. So uh, he would be a mess if we had him on the show today anyway. But uh, but that's good news. And I think, you know, a lot of folks, a lot of people in uh, aviation really look to this show or this movie as one of those things that kind of just created excitement about aviation and that kind of stuff. So I, I think the industry as a whole is pretty excited about this prospect. Do you think? I I agree. Anything that can you know generate more interest. I mean, I know there's a lot of renewed interest now in aviation, but anything that you know appeals to the younger generation and makes them seriously consider flying is always going to be a good thing. And even for us old folks that 
you know, Hey, I remember this, you know, maybe I could look at getting into this again. You know, anything that fires up that spark is a good thing. I agree. And and I think this is a perfect time for it as well, because, you know, we've been talking about the pilot shortage that the airlines have been dealing with and every little thing we can do to shine a spotlight on, Hey, this is a great career opportunity, whether it's in the uh, armed forces or air force, uh, flying one of those type of jets or just, you know, uh, just drawing attention to flying at all. If it's a good movie and it, and it blows out the, you know, uh, the box office, I think that's going to just be good uh, for, for the industry as a whole. So I'm, I'm hoping for the best. And, you know, he doesn't usually put out crap. Come on. His stuff usually is at at least a decent level of, enter, you know, entertainment. Right, I I put it at that, and I I enjoy any movie where Tom Tom Cruise is flying. American Made is still one of my favorite, most recent movies where he's flying all around the uh, Central and South America in a uh, Piper Aerostar. You know, that's that's pretty good flying, pretty fun. I agree. I mean, it's not he's not one of those guys where all the critics are raving about, but uh, man, when he puts out stuff, it's usually at a pretty decent quality that you can expect to be entertained for a couple hours. So, we're, I would say that'd be worst case. Best case, it ends up to be, you know, an awesome movie, critically acclaimed and just uh, as biggest movie ever. So, that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, go, you know, go, I'm, I'm I'm pulling for you, Tom. And if you want to call us and, and just kind of give us an update on what the whole process was like from an aviation standpoint, of course, we're willing to listen here at Just Plain Radio. So feel free to call us at 828-882-FLY, something like that. Yeah, or just email us, Greg, at JustPlainRadio.com. You got my number, Tom. Come on. Have your people call my people, right? We'd love to get them on. That'd okay. be great. Yeah, there was a dramatic pause there, Dennis. You, you, Sorry, I was starting to think you weren't going to believe me that I I'm a close person. No, I, I've, I've actually been telling you we need to get him on. There's so much he could talk about between the flying he did in the helicopter for the latest. Uh, um, oh, what the heck movie was that? Uh, what Mission Impossible? One. Of that's those? the one. Yeah, yeah, brain fart. You know, that's what happens when your birthday comes by. That's and, right. And you had a birthday. Me. Happy birthday, uh, belated. Thank you, yeah. Greg. Yeah. You got a new plane, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, the really amazing one. <laughs> Looks a lot like the old one. Oh, okay. Well, see, <laughs> you know, that's like the other Alzheimer's. Thing. You keep having, you know, you keep getting all these uh, meeting new people. You get the same present airplane. every day, every year. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Well, we'll. Uh, no, we're kidding. Please don't send the FAA medical people over. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're as sharp as a tack, or we sat on one or something. Anyway, um, you know, we we got some stuff. That uh, well, I got to get off my chest. First off, uh, the negative. I, I once again, I flew to Dominica, uh, did a week of diving, had a great time, and everything was scheduled perfectly. I mean, I, you know, the, get to the Nature Island. Dominica is is in the Lesser Antilles, down by Grenada, for you know what South Caribbean. It's actually the island skirts the Atlantic and Caribbean Sea. So on one side of the island, you can be on the Atlantic, the other side of the Caribbean Sea. Very picturesque island, like eight, nine active volcanoes. Most volcanic island in the world, believe it or not. And it's in the Caribbean, not in the Pacific. Uh, Just a little uh, knowledge nugget to share with you. However, you know, because of that, it's very lush, very tropical, and just beautiful. Uh, Awesome place. And the diving spectacular. And we'll be talking about that on uh, scuba radio uh, our other show here uh, in depth however getting there is a challenge it's one of the t- one of the reasons why it's probably so pristine is because not as many tourists get there you go to dominica 
uh, you're not going to see a ton of tourists. You're going to see a few here and there, but uh, you're really going to go to an island that's, um, you know, where you're hanging out with locals, you're taking in local culture and food and stuff, and they're very welcoming and all that kind of stuff. And it, and it, it's quite, uh, you know, quite an adventure in, in, in its own right. But getting there is, is crazy. You know, we're, we are based in Orlando, Florida, and to get to Dominica, you have to, well, we, I had to fly from Orlando, Miami, and usually most islands in the Caribbean you get access to from Miami in the U.S. Not the case with Dominica. You have to connect through Barbados, or in my case, San Juan. It's probably the biggest hub. Uh, and there's a few other islands where you'd have to take another, you know, hop skip uh, to get over to the island. Not a big deal. Not a long distance. Great uh, idea for an island hopper, which I'll get to in just a bit. But in this case, I'm flying commercial. And I, I, you know, uh, there, there's only one airline that was really flying. Well, there was two, but we took the bigger one supposedly from San Juan to Dominica with a code share through American. So I'm not going to say their name, but let's just say they suck. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 uh, it just it blew because uh, I literally, you know, I, I knew that there was always a challenge in San Juan. Uh, on the connection flight. I've been stuck there before trying to get to Dominica. And it's just because they want they fly these twin otters or something to that effect. Or, uh, no, it wasn't a twin otter. What Maybe was a Saab 340. Yes. Something. yes, it was the Saab. And, and they're decent airplanes, but they're limited on space and luggage. And, uh, and they have a tendency to, for whatever reason, put the people on the plane and not put their baggage on the plane. And then they get backlogged, and then, well, okay, they put the bags from the first plane uh, on the next plane, and then those people get bumped. And then just it's an ongoing mess, right? So I knew this. So I wanted to make sure my connection wasn't going to be an issue at all. So I flew in the night before and overnighted in San Juan just for that reason, and they bumped my bags anyway. (laughs) So they didn't tell me. I got on the plane, no problem, but my bag didn't. And, of course, there was no flight the next day. And, uh, and so I literally had to go three days without my luggage and I was a a bit annoyed because I literally flew in the day before and that just seems like such an easy problem to fix. And I know it's not a new problem. They've had this forever. What is, what is the issue? I'm asking you, Dennis, you should have an answer for me. I'm I'm guessing the Saab 340 is getting a little long in the tooth and doesn't have the cargo capacity. And it's, you know, maybe time for uh, an upgrade to the fleet. Yeah. But I suppose with the number of people flying into Dominica, it's not cost effective. Yeah, I guess maybe. I don't know. I got another solution. We're going to get into it next right here. All right. Just plain radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. 
Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Why are you going to the airport? Flying somewhere? How'd you guess? Uh, I saw your luggage. And when I noticed the airline ticket, I put two and two together. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew today as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. And then a bunch of stuff that just annoyed me as uh, flying airplanes and things that uh, I have no control over. That's the beauty of GA. That was the solution for my issues in Dominica and getting, uh, you know, uh, being stuck there for four or three days without luggage because they couldn't evidently fit my uh, bag on the airplane they got me on uh on the plane and got me to dominica but they didn't put my bag on there and, and i wasn't alone you know j- just for the record you know we landed in dominica and of course you know i, I was traveling with a, a group of people three out of the four in our group did not have their bag and then there was probably another 10 12 people that the same thing happened to them so this wasn't like a small mishap of like somebody missing one bag kind of thing this was like they they bumped like 15 bags from the flight because obviously they 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 overbooked or or overweight or something uh but but it's not something that's like you know i mean this is a constant issue that they have with these puddle jumper flights uh and i i know it specifically happened uh for the island of dominica quite a bit just because i don't know like you said maybe it's just the airlift or whatever i I don't i can't believe the airlines can't figure out a way to solve this because it's a you know it's it puts a real damper on your vacation for sure 
And uh, it hurts the people of Dominica because, you know, the tourists that go there, they want a, a you know, a, a great experience all the way around. And once you get there, it's amazing. And I managed for three days without, uh, you know, my luggage, by the way. And I plan for this stuff. I'm a, I'm a road warrior, so to speak, so I know to pack all the important stuff in your carry-on. And I did. But if I would have went to day four, you wouldn't want to be around me. You hear what I'm saying, Dennis? <laughs> Well, at least you had a chance to go dive, hopefully, and, you know, freshen up a little bit in the salt water. Yes. Yeah. I had uh, some of that. And, uh, you know, I was diving, so I, I just rented gear. And I didn't have have my main gear with me uh, for the first few days. But I got by. It was okay. It wasn't like the end of the world. But, you know, for someone not expecting that, uh, it's kind of a, an irritant, to say the least. And uh, everybody, you know, if you've been flying around anywhere, for that matter, not just to some remote island in the Caribbean, there's a chance that can happen to you. And, um, you know, seasoned travelers kind of know how to handle that. But, you know, you get some people that are doing one big vacation a year and that happens. It really can screw screw you up pretty good. And, um, you know, the thing is, too, they didn't have a flight the next day. So whoever decided to bump those bags, I was kind of like, what are, what are you thinking? You know, like, uh, you know, there's no flights or you should know there's no flights the next day where these bags aren't going to get in. So you're going to inconvenience these people, not for one day or really kind of two days, even if it came on the flight the next day. Because, you know, you fly in the morning, you have all the day, the first day, and then you, you're lucky if you get your, you know, your bag by the end of the day, the next day, if there was a flight the next day. You hear what I'm saying? So yeah, it's already, unfortunately probably a business decision. As long as the body gets there, they get paid for the flight instead of having to pay for somebody that gets held off. And well, if bags don't make it, well, that's just a that's a little service charge. No, yeah. that doesn't cost them anything. So, well, on top sure, of that, by the way, they broke my bag. Oh, yeah. So, and the, well, the kicker was, I got the bag in Dominica, and it, it was in okay shape. It looked like it beat up, but uh, when I left, they beat it all to hell. <laughs> And broke it and so uh now i'm in the process of trying to get a new luggage bag you know maybe compliments the airline we'll see but uh but yeah i mean what a mess i i don't know what to think and and i tell that story for two reasons first of all i don't want to de- deter anyone from going to dominica you should go to the nature island it is a beautiful beautiful place because because of this extra you know these extra hoops you got to jump through though it is a little bit more of a challenge to get there and you know the downside is you got to be willing to you know go with the flow so to speak or prepare accordingly or maybe you can pack everything in your carry-on and not don't don't check a bag boy that'd be the way to save yourself right there but uh getting there uh is is a little challenging and because of that you know there's less people so it's a much more kind of remote uh, out island uh, cultural experience that you wouldn't get in you know some place like if you're going to the Cayman Islands or someplace in the Bahamas or something like that. So uh, it, it's really really unique and worth the extra effort. So I, I'm a little caught on it because you know I mean I, I, on one side of the coin it kind of keeps the tire kickers away you know a little bit and on the other side of the coin you know you want it more people to be able to experience this place. You know what I mean? You hear what I'm saying, Dennis? Yeah, I think it could be a lot of fun. And the, the takeaway here is pack light, I guess, huh? Right. Yeah. Or fly GA, which, you know, it, it, the other thing about Dominique, the island, is you have literally, you have two airports. You have the main international airport on the north side of the island, 
and that's where all the carriers fly into. And then you have this smaller, like, uh, GA strip right next to the city, the capital city of Rosso, and that's where all the stuff is that I generally go and where most of the diving and stuff is, the main city. And it's not a big, big city by any stretch, but there's a cruise terminal. Sometimes they get a cruise ship, uh, like, you know, a few times a month or something during season. But... um but but they have an airstrip, and, it, you know, Dominica was lashed by Hurricane Maria, the same one that got San Juan, right? So that's been a couple years. Uh, they have, uh, you know, what we didn't hear here in the States is how badly Dominica was affected because all we heard about was San Juan. And not to diminish what happened to San Juan, they had to deal with a lot. You know, uh, St. Martin got whacked hard, too. Uh, we heard about that in the states, but you don't, you didn't hear about Dominica, and they were just devastated in Dominica. Uh, it really was a, a, a tragic situation. Uh, a bunch of people lost their lives and stuff, and they've been rebuilding, and now they're kind of back, uh, you know, full effect where they're welcoming tourists, and it's a great place to go and dive and explore. The, all the foliage is back, and it's very tropical with all that volcanic stuff I was telling you about. But uh, the business airport or the international airport was pretty much shut down when the hurricane hit for a while. But the business airport got open first, and that's how they got supplies into the island. So they were flying big jets into that uh, airport, evidently. But now that the international airport's back and running, everyone's flying back in there. But you have to drive up over an out, uh, up over a volcano or, or, or two, a big mountain to get to the main city it's about an hour drive so it's a little more of a challenge once again you got to take this long winding road up around the mountain to get back into the main part of dominica or the the city of rozo so i'm saying fly ga you skip it all you're five minutes from the hotel and diving so uh, gas up your plane let's go we're going to island hop down to Dominica. What do you say? You with me, Dennis? Yeah, it's only going to be about 20 hours of flying. Yeah, but you island, you break Minnesota. it up. We, we, can, yeah. we can pick a few other stops, uh, cool places to visit on the way. So the happy yeah, birthday to Provo. you. That's my <laughs> gift to you. Fly me to Dominica. How about that? Thanks, Greg. <laughs> Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Up around the stratosphere at 31,000 feet. I'm gonna fly on out of here on wings that you can't see. If you're gonna fly high without fear, you're gonna have to learn to love the atmosphere, and you gotta learn to use those wings you can't see. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information and recapping my adventure to uh, Dominica. All right, so I, I laid out the issues I had. Uh, I think I, you know, presented my case uh, well to encourage Captain Dennis to fly me down next time in his Mooney 201. Um, and, and you have done the flight track already and figured out how long it would take us? Yeah, yeah. that's the beautiful thing about the, the website Sky Vector. You can put these fantasy flights in there and just kind of, you know, pull the pull the line to the nearest airports and kind of come up with a rough flight plan and, you know, it, it actually, it's a, a honestly a really doable flight uh, right. for a GA airplane. Uh, you could take off out of Miami um, mm-hmm. and go to Provo in the Turks and Caicos. Yeah. And that's going to be the longest leg at just about three and a half hours. Okay. And that's, you know, at that point, you kind of need to stretch and, you know, 
take a break anyway. Sure. Um, from Provo would be another three hours to San Juan, um, which would be what you did. Um, and then from San Juan to Dominica is only a two hour and 20 minute flight. Well, there you go. And, and then, you know, you're actually saving time too, because you have another hour if you were flying in international on Dominica uh, before you would have any chance of getting to the airport. So actually flying from San Juan in your own plane to Dominica would be the same, if not even less time than flying commercial. Well, not to mention, we don't have to deal with any of the layovers and the time to go through TSA screening and things like that. Right. You know, there'd be a little bit of paperwork for us to create, you know, Caribbean uh, manifests and things like that. But mm-hmm. that's that's all that all can be coordinated with handlers. And right. Well, uh, we know other, people. Well, I, I know, we know people. people. And despite that, uh, we could still probably figure it out because they'll know us, too. So uh, yeah, that could be a detriment. But, yeah. Uh, I'm sure we could work it out. And I don't know what the international rules are to flying into that, you know, that uh, GA airport at Dominica are, but maybe we'll have to look into that. Now that we got our plan, all we have to do is execute, Dennis. All right, you ready? Okay. Yep. We need to get a raft this time. We're definitely not going to just go with a life jacket. Okay. I agree. I'm with you on that. All right. We'll get back on track with some more uh, aviation news and information for you next right here on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. How soon can you land? I can't tell. You can tell me I'm a doctor. No, I mean, I'm just not sure. Or can't you take a guess? Well, not for another two hours. You can't take a guess for another two hours? Come fly with me. Let's fly. Let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Come on and fly with me. Let's fly. Let's fly away. They say, come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. This is Just Plane Radio, Gregor co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis, navigating the latest aviation news and information. And, uh, you know, this is a big weekend. You know, we're talking about everybody loading in for uh, air venture, and of course we haven't forgot about that. Dennis is going to be there on site, or actually, your accommodations already are. Is that true? That's true. We actually uh, took the motorhome out there um, in advance already on Monday. So the motorhome is in a uh, spot. We're actually uh, located right across from our friend uh, friend Jim and Smokey. Mm-hmm. So we, we at least will be in good company. And uh, the airplane's all set to go. Austin flew Chase with the Mooney to come pick me up then after I drove the five hours out. That was uh, an interesting return flight home, though. We've had some uh, pretty rough weather up here in the Minneapolis area and we were skirting some pretty good thunderstorms getting back into Minneapolis on yeah. Monday night. Well, hopefully that won't be the case when you fly back out. And uh, if things go as planned, and sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, uh, and we don't have to di- uh, divert, uh, we hope to have a show uh, with Dennis live on site and, and probably Jim and Deb, you know, Smokey, uh, because they got their new RV7 
uh, there on site as well. So hopefully we're going to have a you know air venture show for you next week on uh, Just Plain Radio. We will see. But in the meantime, you know you're getting ready for uh, the big event, and uh, I, I bet they're going to set records if the weather's good. I mean the economy's booming. I mean uh, that's usually a sign that the show is going to do extremely well. I have no doubt that will be the case. But of course you'll fill us in next week and, and report on what you see. But uh, some of the news and, and things to look out for at Air Venture include, well, this new Sonic, uh, that that Sonic jet that we've seen at all the air shows. Now they got a bigger one. Is that what's coming? Yeah. Uh, Going to debut at Air Venture? Yeah the the original Subsonic was the the first home built personal jet that you could uh, you know cost effectively do. I mean they had the BD Microjet for years, but Sonics has uh, come out with this little Subsonics jet. Now they're expanding it to a two seater. Hmm. Now it's more practical. Um, you know, they're talking 200 and some knots uh, capability and about a 970 pound payload. So that's uh, about the same amount of carrying capacity that the Mooney has, but unfortunately only two seats. Yeah. No, but that uh, could be no. ideal is, you know, we start to empty nest here. I don't need to worry about being able to take two kids with me. I just have to put Dory in with. So maybe that's something I need to look at. While wait, wait, Dory? What do you mean? I thought you were talking about My, me. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> She's not listening. I'll right just leave now, her so. on a beach in Miami. She'll be ah, fine in the sun, go. and then you and I can go dive, and then I'll come back and visit her. Right? Yeah, like we hey, can make this work. I got to zip Greg down to Dominica in our Sonic two seater. Yeah, hey. I mean there would be some room for cargo too, though, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, there's there's a little bit of baggage, so we, yeah. you know enough for two carry ons. So That's pack light, cool. just like you have to do on a commercial flight. Right, have they announced the uh, price of this thing yet, or no? Um. Yeah, I don't recall what it is. I think it's going to be just slightly more expensive. I mean, the, I think you can build the whole thing for somewhere around one hundred forty thousand, including the engine. Wow! And but so it's you know, some assembly plan. required, right? And uh, I'm assuming it's like uh, you know, front and back passenger, right? No, it's side by side. Oh, it is side by side. Well, it can't be that. I mean, it'll be pretty tight. I'm guessing it's not going to be as thick as your Mooney, is it? No, well, no, not not that much narrower. I mean, take a look at some of the other Sonics that they have. You know, they traditionally have that side by side seating, and it's, you know, it's not uh, not terrible. Hmm. Well, uh, take a look and see if that's something I'm you want to upgrade to. All right, so well, we got Sonics that. is based right at Oshkosh, so should be easy to see a prototype if they're working on something. Absolutely. Now, now we also got a big uh, notice this week from the FAA about ADSB, and what's that all about? Yeah, so there was a, a couple little controversy earlier in the week here that uh, the FAA was notifying operators that you're going to have to start pre-flighting your ADSB systems to make sure that you have good GPS coverage. However, uh, a clarification came out uh, less than a day later that anybody that's WAS equipped and GA is not required to do this uh, this ADSB pre-flight, and that only uh, would wind up uh, or that ADS pre-flight requirement was for older. Uh, airliners that were using non-WAS GPSs and things like that. But it was, a, you know, caused a little bit of a panic that, hey, we're switching to this uh, GPS-based uh, position. And all of a sudden, if uh, there's radar, you know, a GPS jamming or something going on, it could jeopardize our um, our flying abilities. You know, air traffic control could see that, you know, it's degraded and not getting proper position information. And, you know, are you in violation of the rules? And so at least the FAA has gone on record and clarified that, GA is exempt from that, and WAS take, makes up the difference, so we should be fine. Okay. Well, that's good. And um, less headache to have to, you know, less red tape you got to worry about, right? Yeah, I, I figured what, 
what would wind up happening is the EFB people would wind up building that into their whole flight planning thing. It would run whatever availability checks that they need to do and incorporate it into your briefing. So I'm sure that, you know, it wouldn't be a huge obstacle for GA, but the fact that we don't have to worry about it at all is a good thing. Yeah. And your Mooney 201, you already have that all set, right? That's correct. Yep. We've yeah. got the Stratus ESG, which has its own WAS uh, position source. And so we're full ADSB out and in compliant. So, okay. Yeah. So you're one set less to headache. go. Right. Uh, ready. But, but as far as upgrades and stuff, you got your eyes on that uh, at AirVenture next week, I'm guessing, again, oh, right? Oh, yeah. We're we're looking at lots of options. There's been so many announcements already. I mean, uh, at Sun and Fun last or earlier this year, uh, the folks at Aspen had introduced their new uh, TSO certified um, panel so I could actually replace my heading indicator and artificial horizon. And that would pair up nicely with the TrueTrack. You know, we talked to Andrew Barker from TrueTrack about how their autopilot would work in that system. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. And now I see that Dynon has announced uh, that they've expanded to include almost 500 additional aircraft with the STC for the Dynon glass cockpit. And that competes directly against Garmin's uh, G5, uh, their G500, their G1000s. So you're you're going to get, you know, the full big screen option if you wanted to. So hmm. lots of interesting things coming out, and I'm sure that this is only the tip of the iceberg for announcements. Well, definitely, because they start happening, uh, well, Monday, uh, I believe. Monday's the first day of the show officially, right? Am I yeah, the 22nd. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they, they start putting out all the press releases on day one or even the day before. You know, Sunday the media will get them, and then they'll hit the press. On uh, Monday, we'll start seeing them all week. But uh, by the uh, by, you know, next week we hope to have a little bit more in-depth uh, reporting for you as uh, Dennis goes out there to broadcast just plain radio and and represent. I got to go catch lobster, so I have uh, some other things pulling me in different directions. Uh, he, I, you know, he has airplanes. I have lobster. You know, eh, what are you gonna do? All right, yeah, so we know your priorities are whacked. Chris. Well, it's lobster, you know, beer. Uh, and, and they they do kind of collide sometimes, like with this brewer who uh, now what happened? They they actually purchased a, a wrecked plane to put in their their brewery restaurant. Is that what happened? Yeah, it was a, a brew pub in uh, Portland, Washington, that uh, decided to put a little. Uh, they found a, a, an abandoned uh, Cessna three ten twin engine airplane that they thought would make a great uh, decoration inside their brew pub for you know a little art thing. Well, yeah, apparently they didn't strip everything out of it before they put it on display. And it turns out it still had a working ELT. Uh-oh. And it somehow got triggered. And so they had uh, the FAA and the Air Force showing up at their door trying to track down the location of a crashed aircraft. And they were a little surprised to look inside the brew pub and find it, you know, mounted on the wall. Yeah. It's like, well, it definitely crashed, but it uh, looks like it's been moved. <laughs> uh, can I have a beer? By the way, while I'm here, you know, kind of, yeah. I, I mean, what, yeah, so if anybody's in the Portland area, go to New Vagabond Brewing and go check it out for yourself and, uh, and tell us how yeah. good their beer is. I mean, hopefully they hooked up the Air Force and everybody that came to rescue uh, uh, the plane, a uh, free round at least. I think it's the least that they could have done. Oh, definitely. So, I mean, what, what causes uh, those to trigger it? I mean, is it impact or some kind of pressurized thing or something? Yeah, what? there's a motion. Uh, there's a motion sensor in the in the ELT that's actually mounted in the front panel and in the unit itself. And so, who knows with the construction and you know maybe just the process of them mounting it up on that wall and hanging it from the ceiling, it got jostled and, and triggered. And 
You well, know, that, once uh, I mean, it was a crashed airplane in the first place. I mean, so it should have went off then. I mean, when it goes off, it, it, does, it can't go off again, can it? Or you uh, know. the batteries will run out. But I think in this case, the airplane was abandoned, uh, you know, on the runway. So they may have shut the ELT off after it uh, after the landing and mm-hmm. it sat for 10, 20 years and nobody thought to look into it. And while the batteries were still good. So the uh, the switch got turned on somehow, whether it was triggered or they accidentally hit it who knows well that's one way to let them know that uh hey uh it's it's happy hour (laughs) Uh, but probably not the wisest way to go about doing that all right uh look we got more coming up on just plain radio stay close just plain radio the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle explorer in the other two-thirds of your world be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it be adventurous be amazed be a diver For nearly 75 years, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association has been a beacon for those who cherish the freedom to fly. AOPA protects your rights as a pilot by fighting airspace restrictions, fuel taxes, user fees, airport closings, and other issues that threaten your ability to take to the sky. AOPA is on the front lines every day to ensure that general aviation and the interests of its members are promoted and safeguarded. Learn more about how you can become a member at AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Flying is the worst one because people come back from flights and they tell you their story. And it's like a horror story. They act like their flight was like a cattle car in the 40s in Germany. That's how bad they make it sound. Right. They're like, it was the worst day of my life. First of all, we didn't board for 20 minutes. And then we get on the plane and they made us sit there on the runway for 40 minutes. Oh, really? What happened next? Did you fly through the air incredibly like a bird? Did you partake in the miracle of human flight, you non-contributing zero? That you got to fly? You're flying! It's amazing! Oh, down there, the morning made a 
This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis, navigating the latest aviation news and information. Getting ready for Air Venture, the uh, Super Bowl of air shows. I, I don't know. What, what are they calling it? Or no, the Woodstock kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of camping. A lot of camping. Uh, just a great time. If you have the opportunity to get out there next week, uh, take advantage of it. Remember, we hope to have a show uh, you know, with uh, Dennis on site and some friends connected for uh, Just Plain Radio next week. So tune in for that. In the meantime, we have a little update on uh, a friend that you turned on to flying airplanes. Is that right? Yeah, and it's not you this time. Well, that sucks. So do you recall a couple of weeks ago uh, we talked about uh, one of Austin's coworkers who was, you know, wanting to get into aviation, and we took him for a ride in the Mooney and, you know, he immediately signed up with the local flight school and started flying. And then he soloed. And I think we talked about that on the show. We did. Yeah. Your well, son's friend. Yeah. And you took yeah, him up. Well, just, it was it was it was for his birthday. Is that what it was? Well, no, we just we did that. Well, Thursday happened mm-hmm. to be his birth, his 18th oh, birthday. OK. And it was also his check ride. Oh, wow. So congratulations to Blake, because he is now one of the newest private pilots. In less than two months from that first introductory flight to having his pilot's license. How about that? Uh, How about that? that? So if you're, if you're motivated and want to do it, it can be done and it can be done quickly. Right. Okay. So just two months, he, he pulled this off. But wow, uh, it makes me really feel terrible about myself. And that's our goal here. <laughs> uh, negative reinforcement. Uh, well, you know, that's all I got going for me, me right now. I've tried all the positives. I even put you in the Mooney and took you to the Caribbean, you know, to Bimini and went with the sharks. And I still don't see any movement on that medical. Well, I'm, or... I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. Okay. I, it's summertime. I'm diving. I'm in diving mode right now. Unfortunately, I got to wait for it. it. It's too hot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's really hot down here. No, I do listen to the show, even if I'm not uh, on the whole segment. And I did hear that they've got ways to mitigate that at, at flight training professionals with ice packs and pillowcases. So This is true. You, know, yeah. you just have to want to do it, and it can yeah, be but, done, Greg. But, but you know, they don't use the ice packs, you know, in pillowcases to keep me cool. They use them to hit me with. Right. And, I would, too. And, it, you know, I, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, still trying to recover from the welts from last time. The beatings will continue till morale uh, improves, something like that. Yes, exactly. But, you know, I'm a special case, and, and like special ed type case. But so uh, we'll leave that lie. But I, I'm very happy uh, for your friend, and congratulations to him. That That's, uh, I mean, he's never going to forget his 18th birthday. Not that many people would, but wow. On your 18th birthday, you get your uh, pilot private pilot license. How cool is that? That is a great idea. Uh, more people should do that. When you, uh, you uh, well, and you could actually do it as early as 17. Because remember, you can at 17 you can be a private pilot, so yeah. you could do it even quicker. But still, on your birthday, 18 years old, and you're now a licensed pilot. That's that's really impressive. Wow. Well, so is there any chance he's going to go out to Air Venture then next week? Um, I don't know if he's coming out to Air Venture. Um, yeah. I mean, do you know what he's going to do with this new skill that he has acquired, or has he? Uh, uh, yep, has Austin uh, told he, you, or what? He is, uh, I believe, going to the University of North Dakota uh, to pursue um, a professional aviation program. All right. And so he wanted to get the private pilot out of the way before getting up there. So, aha. Uh-huh. Well, if he does uh, get into the you know commercial uh, aviation world, what's his name again? 
Blake. Blake, my advice to you is uh, whatever planes you fly, make sure as hell they have all the bags on the airplane. You are going to be the pilot in charge. Maybe that's how we solve that issue, too. The pilot demands that all the bags are on the airplane. Can we, can we do that, or can they do that? Well, you can, but he might demand that one or two people get off because he still can't legally take off with all the weight. Right. But if you're not going to bring their bags, I mean, maybe you give them the option. Like, look, we don't have, um, we, we, we can't, you're too fat. <laughs> you got to get off the airplane. Hey, no, this is getting personal. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, I mean, but yeah, then if, you know, if you go to the passenger, say, okay, look, uh, we're a little overweight and we got to dump some of the uh, bags uh, or you. And then I, I would imagine maybe 90% of the people getting up off the airplane. <laughs> like, hey, if it's that much of an issue, all those non-aviator uh, and, you know, folks might, might be a little uh, wiggy about that, you know, you think? Yeah, and maybe it's time for the airline to look at what uh, the equipment is they're running on the route. Maybe a 30-seat Saab isn't really the right answer. Maybe they need to get something a little bit bigger, a little more capable, maybe an ATR or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. To have or, dash eight. Or, or they have another plane where they just throw all the bags in it. Yeah, have, have a caravan yeah. come by just with all of the all the cargo. Come on. Yeah. Good Lord, let's go. Yeah, That's so efficient. anyway. Yeah, uh, so just a couple minutes left there. Dennis, uh, Air Venture next week, uh, you got your eye on what? Or what do you hope to – or what are you looking forward to most? Like the night air well, show or something or what? The night air show is always a blast. Um, this is actually going to be the first time that Dory's going to uh, be able to stay, you know, the whole week. So her and Abby are going to come out, uh, I think, Monday or Tuesday and stay with us. And all right, the wife So we're going to have the whole yeah. family together and – you know, just kind of take it all in. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I want to look at all the new announcements. I want to take a look at what's, you know, what's new for the panel. I want to look at autopilots and the wall of fire. Come yes, on. The wall of fire. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It always is. And I'm going to keep my eyes open for some uh, flight training materials for you to get you working on your ground. School. All right. Well, that sounds good. I appreciate that. And on that note, we'll wrap it up till next time. Remember, there is no better high than learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to fly and the aviation lifestyle. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. Nice news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plane Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com. 